Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the Fairy Coin Mother, Cinquanta Cocksmith of www.cinquantacocksmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast. It's season four, episode four. I am your girl, Cinquanta. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope your January is going well, and I hope you have basically settled into a routine for the new year. So today we're going to talk about my top five side hustles. And I don't want to put a date to this, say top five side hustles of 2021 or 2020, because I have been using most of these sites for over three years. And I've been able to gain extra income, additional income from each of these websites that I'll be telling you guys about. I am going to make sure I go in um, a little in depth about what they are and how you can sign up. If I do have any affiliate links, they will all be in the description box so you guys can sign up and start earning extra money as soon as this episode airs, basically. So also, if you follow me on social media, you see that I recently celebrated my birthday. Cheers to 34. It was really good. It was a really great day. I enjoyed myself and the festivities. I booked myself a massage for the first time. So I'm like, wow, I waited 34 years to book a massage. Wow. But it was amazing. So I booked one again. Some other things that I've been up to, I created a vision board. Um, I have a lot of goals set. I've been trying to just journal every other day versus every day and just try my best to spend a little bit more time with God, whether that is saying a brief prayer, listening to a sermon or looking up a scripture, because I realized that I am a spiritual person, but I think the way that I want to be spiritual is different or it looks different than what most people will be in life. And that's probably like going to church every day, doing a Bible study, but I want to be able to learn and get closer to God in my own way. So if you guys have any recommendations of like Bible study journals or anything like that, or maybe I can create my own for people who are like me, uh, let me know. Also, if you still want to send me a gift, I will leave my Amazon wish list up. So if you guys wanted to send me a birthday gift, of course, I'll be celebrating all January. <laughs> but you guys know what time it is. It's time for our rapid fire questions of the day. All right. So the two rapid fire questions of the day goes as follows. So the first one is, do you know a Capricorn? <laughs> and of course I asked this because um, of my birthday and I did all the extra stuff that a Capricorn does. I had two clubhouse birthday parties, which I gave away a lot of different gifts from some of my friends' businesses. Um, I also have about 15 family members, including my daughter, who are either Capricorns or Aquarius, but they also celebrate celebrate their birthdays in January. And I also um, have a lot of friends who celebrate January birthdays along with a lot of my new internet friends who we've all connected over all having January birthdays in close proximity. Um, even on my clubhouse birthday party, there were two people who joined the party who also shared the same birthday. So that was really uh, exciting uh, to happen. Um, 
So that was my first Clubhouse birthday party of many. I'm excited to do it again. Uh, the next question is, what do you wish you spent more time on five years ago? So this one is a little deep. Um, so five years ago was about 2016. And to me, that was a rough year. Um, along with, by the end of the year, I had the ideas for the business that is called Coins and Connections, um, December of 2016. So it was a rough year, but it was also a life-changing year. It really uh, made me release some things and realize that I needed to change some things in my life or go full steam ahead. And I think it's what pushed me in 2017 to change the way I did business but I do wish I spent less time feeling sorry for myself and the situation I was in. Um, but since then, I've lived and learned more about myself. And I also wish I would have started therapy then. But, you know, everything is definitely a journal. Uh, not a journal. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> a journey. So I'm excited about actually just uh, just starting fresh this year. Um, a lot of great things have happened over the years, but yeah, five years ago was rough. So I want you guys to make sure you go over to the Coins and Connections Instagram page and make sure that you answer the rapid fire question of the day. I do do two now, but I think I found it easier for me to just post one. So you'll probably only just see one. I went back and forth with that decision, whether I wanted to post it, post both or post one, but I'm going to keep it as one, but just ask two questions on the podcast. So maybe it could be a journal prompt for you that you can use the other question that I don't post on Instagram to make it a journal prompt in your journal. So again, make sure you guys go over on the Instagram page on Coins and Connections and answer the question and chit chat with people in the comment sections um, about the rapid fire question of the day. So let's get into the topic. We are going to discuss my top five side hustles. So we're going to start with number five, Robinhood. So you can make money by investing in stocks and bonds. Investing money can be scary for a lot of people, but this is kind of like a really good app for first timers. So there's a lot to learn. And most financial providers or firms, they take a chunk of your earnings or they have fees for the portfolio and managing it and trade commissions. But with the Robinhood app, you can basically turn your investments into like a game um, and you can be the head of this. This app serves as an online brokerage, uh, but unlike the traditional ones, it allows you to trade stocks and exchange traded funds which are called ETFs, and you pay zero commissions. There's no minimum deposit to basically use Robinhood, and you can start investing right away. So you can download the app, put some money on there, connect your account, do whatever you uh, do, however much money you want. And instead of paying a financial advisor to help you manage your assets for you, Robinhood basically gives you the tools you need to manage them yourself within the app. Plus, you have tons of educational resources to help you learn along the way. Robinhood also gives you the freedom to invest as little or as much as you are comfortable with saving. And you can save money on the investment fees by keeping your money yours, right? So sounds good. Are you in? <laughs> I'll make sure I leave a link for you guys to join and get free stock. I think you'll get a free stock and so will I if you use my affiliate link. Uh, I have been on Robinhood for a few years and I made my first $100, like the first 
couple of months I was on, like I had a whole lot of free stocks. I had a whole lot of people join and then they ended up being really good stocks. So then I like made a hundred dollars and I actually deleted the app after a few months because I really didn't understand it at first. I deleted it and then I opened it and I had like made over a hundred dollars and I cashed out. It was like, it ended up being like $97. I cashed out and I was like, I only put like maybe $20 in the app and everything else was free stock. And, and it was mind blowing that I made like $100. It can be as simple as put a little bit of money in, forget about it and see what happens in a few months. Because <laughs> that's kind of how I did. Now I'm more a little bit more active on it because I'm learning more. I understand more. You can buy shares. You can buy it by putting in the full amount, by buying the stock. You can buy more than one. So I think I have about 300 invested in there. And I think almost most of that is profit as well. So that's kind of like the joy about the Robinhood app. You can go as slow as you want. You can invest as little or as much as you choose. And you can also do this while still learning the app. Number four is Shopkick. So you get basically get paid for walking into stores. Shopkick is different than some of the apps that are out there that you know you have to do something in the store. So the best way to use the app is to gather points to redeem towards rewards throughout the year. And one of the simplest way that I love is that you can simply go to a brick and mortar store like Target, Walmart, CVS. And once the app recognizes that you're actually in the store, and we've also tested this, you can actually like drive in the front of the store and the app will recognize that you're there and your account will be credited with points. Those are called like walk-in points, like a walk-in bonus. You, We drove to the front of Target and we, it, it depends. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. If you don't, we just like walk in the door and walk out and get like a hundred points for being checked into that store. I love it. It's super easy. And then also you can scan like some of the feature products that show up on the app with the UPC and it'll add uh, points to your account as well. Also, if you purchase any of the feature products, you can also get additional points for scanning those or purchasing it. They've also started to get one more online retailers to help you guys get your points from online uh, purchases as well. So that's pretty good that you can get credit for online purchases as well, like as in walking to the store and getting things. I have gotten quite a few gift cards and rewards. My mom and aunt, they have like everybody back at home in Walmart doing Shopkick. And I'll let you in on a few secrets. <laughs> Some of the, the ladies who work at Walmart, they go in the morning and they get all of the stuff that show up on Shopkick for that day or that week. And they put like a buggy at the customer service desk. So anybody who knows uh, the shopkicking thing, what they do is they just go to the customer service desk. There'll be the buggy with all the shopkick items in and all of them are like scanning the items, which is hilarious to me. It's like a team effort there. So everybody's getting the same points, but off the back of that one or two people who did the shopping for all the products for them to scan. So I think that is Super cute, fun way for them to do some team building. This is also something that people do when you buy the feature item. And if you don't really need it, you can return it later that day at Walmart or any other stores and get the money put back on like a gift card or something. So that's some secrets for you. Boom. So number three is 
fetch rewards. So you can turn your receipts into rewards. Most people just throw their receipts away. I am guilty of that. But when they get them, you can let the fetch rewards calculate your receipts into points for gift cards. It's super easy to earn like free gift cards for shopping with the Fetch Rewards without like flipping coupons. So you just download the app. Once you get your receipts or a couple of receipts, I think make sure you keep your receipts within seven days. Like after seven days, the receipt doesn't go in. It doesn't work. It'll tell you that like you're out of the date range for that receipt. So once you get home or at the store, when you're leaving, whenever, Snap a picture of your receipts in the app and it will kind of comb through participating products that they may have available for the app and you get like bonus points for certain things. Sometimes I didn't know or I have known that I've had items that was on the app that were like bonus items, but I got like the bonus points. So that's always good. You can redeem your points with free gifts. I am a fan of the Amazon gift cards, but they also have like Walmart and Target and other retailers on there as well. I'm going to make sure I leave a code below for you guys to sign up. I think you get bonus bonus points when you sign up using my referral link. And this is also one that I kind of started in late 2020. So I am kind of addicted. <laughs> I told you guys. So I kind of hoard my receipts throughout the week and like just put them all in at one time. So yeah, all those receipts you like to hoard and just stuff in your pocket or forget and throw away in the bag. Turn them into some extra cash so you can buy everything that's on your Amazon shopping cart list or in your safe or later pile. So number two is user interviews. And user interviews is a consumer research company that helps um, match different companies with consumers like yourself. So those companies are considering launching some type of product or testing a new website, app design, and they want to get real feedback from prospective users. So how they do this is by asking questions. You fill out like a pre-survey to see if you will fit these surveys. When you go into the actual platform, you get to see how much the study pays, what type of study it is, and like a brief description of what the researcher is looking for to see if you fit that category. So from there, you can click any of the individual uh, studies that you feel fit you. I do get emails from, could you like have a survey on the website in your account? I do get emails sometimes saying, hey, I think this survey fits you or you would benefit from this survey. So that's really good. Once you complete like the brief screener survey for the study you'll uh, you're interested in, you'll get like a text or email if you're selected with the instructions for the next step. So after the study is complete, you'll get paid the advertised amount in the form of an Amazon gift card. So I, again, I love Amazon gift cards, but I was also able to work with a company for two years. I did a financial survey and they reached out to me for a new app that they were testing. And I was able to bring my husband, mom, and dad into it. And I think we all made about $600 over a year testing the app. So it was paid out over the month. We did some testing on the app and then some additional surveys that provided us money. So user interviews can turn into something more than the phone conversations. You can get 15 minute conversation on the phone for $25 or then of course the gift cards. So these are great for like, you know, you answer some questions and they say, oh, you qualify. 20 minutes and you make some money. Super easy. And I love, this is one of my favorites as well. 
Right. So number one is usertesting.com, my absolute favorite. This offers a user research experience. It allows companies to use user testing online platform to gain valuable information, basically human insight. So their customers include big names like PayPal, Airbnb, Facebook. As a tester, you can complete screening surveys that are typically a few questions long. So what do you need to participate? You just need a PayPal account. You need a, a PC, a Mac, smartphone. You don't really need a Mac microphone, but you can use like the microphone that's built in into your computer. That will help make sure you have a camera because more recently they've started to do like screen recording stuff. So that's been basically how um, I've been getting more tests to do. Also, when you sign up, you have to do a practice test to make sure that your voice and screen recording is up to quality standards. Once you are approved uh, as a screener, you'll start to see different tests rolling into your platform. And then some of the tests require you to ask like uh, maybe like three questions before you can get started. And they'll say, hey, you're approved for this test. Let's take this test. Most of the tests are 10 to 15 minutes long. Some may be longer. They will tell you that. They'll tell you a lot of information before you even start to make sure you still want to do this test. They do want you to talk out loud throughout, show what you're doing, what you're seeing, what you're feeling, hearing. So they want you to talk out loud. Each test pays about $10. There have been some that I did join like a seven-day moderated session and I made like $115. So you do have the opportunity for some like that. I've done some tests that were like $1 and $5, but it was just to see if I qualify for something else. So that is also uh, a way that this works. This is one of my most lucrative side hustles. So one month I did a study almost every day and made about $340. That was just 30 minutes to like an hour of taking the test. I also have like a 4.5 rating on the platform. This is some of my earlier testing where I just did not know what I was doing and they were not like judging. So you do get paid on every seven days after the test. So say I take a test today, I'll get paid seven days later via PayPal. If my test uploaded well and everything was correct, I do take tests on my iPhone and I've had even more chances to take tests on my iPad as well. So this is because they want to test certain usability on those devices. That makes it easier for you to, you know, kind of just do more things. That is my most lucrative website, usertesting.com. So I will make sure I leave a link for all of these. There we have Robinhood, we have Fetch Rewards, we have Shopkick, we have user interviews and user testing. So those are my top five side hustles. Let me know if you guys have heard of these websites, if you've used it before. This is based on my experience. With my experience, I love all of these websites. I've used plenty of them. I have more that I could possibly give you. But I wanted to focus on the top five that I enjoy and that I make the most money on so that you can possibly get into this as well. You can even join in with your family and make it a competition, like see who can upload the most receipts, who can see who can take the most tests in one week and see how much money you make. Put it in like a family pot for savings or something. So make it fun. Don't think of it as work. And I think you'll have a better chance of making more money. 
So I know you wanna get serious in your business and the first thing that I wanna tell you is that Gusto is it. If you wanna learn how to run payroll and pay your contractors, Gusto is the easiest payroll and benefits website that I've found. I truly love the company. It's easy to use, it's easy to sign up. And I can integrate my dental, medical, business, and benefits. I can get help from HR experts, time tracking, make sure I'm in compliance with all of the new rules that come up. They send my tax information. Um, I can print out checks. I just love everything that Gusto has done for me and my business. And if you're ready to take it to the next level, make sure you visit bit.ly backslash Gusto CC. This segment is called Q Money Bag Thought of the Week. So let's get into the Q Money Bag Thought of the Week. This is a good one. So it's basically the Magnolia Market concept is print on demand. I'm going to go ahead and go a little more deeper into what does that mean. So I recently visited the Magnolia Market, or you can call it just the Magnolia in Waco, Texas, and it's owned by Chip and Joanna Gaines. So let's just say it was such a beautiful place, a beautiful space. I needed to debrief what I saw after I walked through a lot of the different sections. I did not get to eat at the restaurant. I think it's called Magnolia Press. And there's also a bakery. I did not get to go into either of those. The lines were super long. But I want to explain how smart they are and what they have built. So it's so similar to my dream and where I'm going that I wanted to show people what is truly possible with print on demand. At the Magnolia Market, there is a restaurant. There's a home store, Magnolia Home. There's decor and furniture, seeds and garden stuff. Even the workers on the lawn who were like fixing up the garden beds, they had Magnolia buckets full of dirt. So on the website, it basically tells you what all different sections they have. So they have home decor, candles and fragrance, pillows and throws. They have floral, wall decor, kitchen and dining rugs, paint, live plants, garden apparel, jewelry, uh, bags and purses, book and paper, and I believe even stationary stuff. Like, But that falls into books and paper. But they didn't make, mind you, they did not make not one mug, pour one candle, bind one journal, or any other thing in there. They didn't press not one shirt. When people say, well, your t-shirt business is not real because you don't press the shirts. You get somebody else to press the shirts. Oh, your candle company is not real because you wholesale the candles. But what makes it different than Chip and Joanna, who, one, probably never poured a candle. What they did was probably designed the colors picked from like a palette of something that the designer brung them from jars and options since. So they chose the things that will go in. They had help with the creative directive. They know what kind of scents they wanted. They picked from some jars and said, I want that one. I want this theme. I want that smell. Make it. It was made and it was made in different sizes. And a small jar was like 30 something dollars. 
and a large jar, I believe it was a 16 ounce candle was $53. Okay. So mind you, these people are selling $53 candles that they did not pour. They probably chose the glass container that the candle came in. So they probably chose from 50 different designs of the t-shirt and said, oh, we love this one, put it on a gray shirt. We like that one, put it on a black shirt, do this one in white, blue, and orange. And let's get these on hats too. Oh, I like that style of hat. They probably went in and they tried on different hats and said, oh, we like the way this fit. Our audience will love this. And guess what happened? Someone printed the embroidery on those hats. Someone pressed all those shirts and what happened? It was delivered to their store. And when their customers order online, it is delivered to their customer's house. Chip and Joanna Gaines ain't shipping shit to your house. <laughs> so never let anyone make you feel bad for using print on demand to run your business. So like I said, they probably given the creative direction and the input and what colors and how things should look, but there are probably about a hundred, if not thousands of different print on demand manufacturers who made it, put it together, pressed it, created those products and shipped it to their locations to have in stock. That's the only thing that's different. They have a physical store where they can hold the stock for their business. Their store has a warehouse where products are held for stock. The only difference between most normal people, we don't have a warehouse, we work out of our home. We don't have a place to keep these things in stock. But that doesn't matter because Printful has a warehouse for you. You can ship your shit to Printful and store it in their warehouse and they will ship it out for you. You can have this type of business without having a warehouse. Printful has that service. You don't have to ever use a Printful t-shirt, a jacket, or anything, but you can ship your actual product to Printful and they will ship out your product to customers for you. You might not have known that, but it is possible. Also, there's nothing wrong with this. There's nothing wrong with they done. But this is a lesson in how your print-on-demand journey can turn into something larger once you make more money. Once you decide, I have a winning business, this is how I'm going to move, this is how I want it to be. Most of these sites that provide home stuff and baby clothes that you can design and send to customers without touching a piece of product are print-on-demand. So I want you guys to just think of the bigger picture when it comes to print on demand. You do not have to be hunched over, breaking your back every day to be successful. You can have an idea. You can see it through from afar. You can have help creating and designing and upload your product and have someone fulfill, ship, and handle customer service for you. To me, again, that is the dream. I think in these days and times, people feel like they have to break their back. They have to have their hands on things. They have to be showing how many packages they have or what they have in their warehouse to feel like they're successful when really you don't. There are billionaires who sit behind a desk and say, yes, I like that. No, don't do that. Ooh, pink, green, yellow, purple. I want that one in that color. All right, you guys go make it happen. Why can't that be you? So I want you all to think about the bigger picture and think of how you can take your company to a different level 
in this print on demand journey. So I hope you guys enjoy the Q Money Bag Style of the Week. Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.